0: You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore?
1: We are here to be your guides.
0: Your guardians.
1: This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 104, recorded February 28th, 2021. The topic for this episode is Captain's Log, Part One. I'm the host for this episode. I am Elamist.
0: Hi, I'm Orchid.
1: And we've got some podcast info for you. We encourage feedback that can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore Am underscore Elamist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. And feel free to jump in our Discord and message us directly. Uh, the actual link to our Discord server is in the description of the episode. You can also find our info on com alongside many impressive lore content creators.
0: <laughs> so...
1: This week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle. <laughs> Orchid, you want to take it away?
0: <laughs> yes. Destiny is broken and on fire right now, and I am so delighted by that fact.
1: Care to explain? This, the
0: most, this is the most fun I've ever had in Destiny, ever. Um, oh, yeah. My friend Protheon on Twitter, you may know him at Protheon, um, describes it perfectly. Um me logging into Destiny 2 to see 12-man raids, 12-man nightfalls, network manipulation, people going flawless in trials with zero kills, and a hockey emblem granting unlimited power. And then everything's just on fire.
1: Yeah. So,
0: that's um, exactly the state of Destiny right now. And I'm just like, you can only help but laugh at everything at the moment. Right. Elmas and I have contributed to a lot of this because the first night that people were really kind of doing the 12 man raids. Um, I did a 12 man raid at Deepstone Crypt with my clan, Terra Astralis, uh, after they did a six man uh, presage or presage, depending on how you want to pronounce it, um, which was a lot of fun and took twice as long as it should have because it just kind of broke the game. But kind of in the best way, (laughs) we did discover a lot of um, damage limiting factors, actually. But we were also moving around. Like we were using like all, yeah, we were using like all Dead Man's Tale and all like meme weapons and using strats like 11 people in space and leaving Sassy like down on Europa during tracks. So (laughs) we're like, you can do it on your own, right? Bye right it was it was just so it was so fun like we're just all S- laughing and most of us are drinking and
1: <laughs> so so my clan also did a 12 man raid for deep stone and mm-hmm. when it came to a tracks um our operator raging monkeys he was like i'm just going to sit here and keep shooting these panels for like a minute <laughs> mm-hmm. to get the elevators down get everybody up and then send them back down
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was so much fun um I don't raid ever and most of us don't really raid um I'd say about six I'd say about 50% of the people that did it are like me and are mostly just pvp people or don't really play destiny at all that much anymore um, I think one of them, like, max light level was, like, 1270, because that's, like, how little he played this season. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. I think I went to bed at, like, 730 <laughs> in the morning, because they're all in Australia, and I'm the only one here, so. <laughs> uh,
1: I you like, snowflake. I'm so
0: tired. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. I just had such a fucking ball. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you had fun, too. Oh, yeah. Getting it, it to amazing. work was took a while but once it, it did. worked it was fun.
1: Yeah. Well and and like I my team had gotten it like first try and then at what? the at the end of the sparrow racing bit I lagged out. Oh no. I got it was either anteater or B, I can't remember which, but I got one of the errors and it literally booted me all the way to the title screen. And then I kept getting Mary and Barry error after that. And I was like, I can't do shit. (laughs) So I literally had to restart the game. And you cannot join a fire team that has exceeded the uh, amount of people that should be in the the activity.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So they were 11 people making their way to the first encounter to get the checkpoint and i'm sitting there going okay let me know when you guys are ready (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and we ended up spending the next half hour trying to get back into the raid like getting it to work is a pain in the ass Mm -hmm. um i am currently trying to get a team together for a 12-man and I, I say I'm trying to get t- the team together, but somebody else is actually manning it. I'm just a participant, um, but we're we're planning on doing a twelve man last wish. Mm-hmm. I want to see how that... much that breaks because that first encounter, mm-hmm. you literally have to one phase, one damage yeah. phase that boss, or else half the team dies.
0: There's not enough doors
1: exactly
0: oh my god i did get the achievement of doing a raid with your entire clan in one fire team (laughs) Because there was over there was over six of us from my clan because i think there were 10 of us or nine of us were from ta and then there were a couple people from other clans
1: oh Um, so it looks at just how many people people from other
0: clans yeah it looks at how many people are from your clan
1: that's actually kind of cool. So
0: since there was like nine, so, so since there were nine or ten of us from TA in it, they are like, "Oh, so the entire fire team was from your clan. Good job. Here's the here's a triumph for it." And I'm like, "Oh, cool, neat," because I'll never do it with just my whole clan. So
1: that's that's kind of cool, but it also kind of diminishes the triumph itself.
0: I do, I don't raid, so it's fine with me.
1: Now, see, like. But- if they actually turn this into like a once uh, a season weekend kind of thing, I would be all for it. As long as they disabled um, at least triumphs. That way it, it's not like you can just roll in, do a, a master, you know, a pres- presage or something with mm-hmm. nine people. And mm. half the team get the fire or get the emblem for not dying, you know?
0: I think that's exactly what people are doing right now. I know. Which is hilarious.
1: I know. And that that kind of diminishes the actual it like I I I see that it diminishes the effort involved there of the people who actually did it legitimately
0: yeah but in since when have people at any time done anything legitimately in destiny
1: i got that emblem legitimately
0: you did but i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw stuff against the wall but most people i'm not gonna say most people some people in destiny do not do things legitimately a lot of people don't which we're gonna move on to trials because. My fucking god, guys. <laughs> this is... <a> what? <laughs> when you... When, when your game is so broken that people it is easier to not fight at all and ensure that everyone gets flawless by not firing a single shot over the course of the entire weekend. And then it forces Bungie to shut trials down that there's a problem and the problem is not people cheating in trials. It's the fact that trials is broken. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, If you want to hear the entire story, um, go back to Twitter because Twitter's on fire right now. Um, Yeah. Like I said, the date's uh, February 28th. So go back to Twitter. (laughs) Look at February 28th. Yeah. my goodness yeah it is a real thing it's just people are calling it the hockey conspiracy and it just like made me scream it was i was laughing so hard just like what kind of fucking time do we live in that we have a hockey conspiracy now right like it delighted me so much that it's a conspiracy we have a conspiracy I love this. I love living in the time of like, we have a destiny conspiracy, you guys, and it's the hockey conspiracy. There's an emblem conspiracy. It involves hockey and feist. <laughs> like, ha <laughs> ha What? Yeah. <laughs> the flawless reward this week are legs. They're not even good. I mean, like, the shader is really good, and like, by the roll I got on my legs were good and so i'm not going to dismantle them much to my own chagrin so i have to wait until next week we'll see
1: yeah uh, yeah
0: i turned in all of my tokens and i got like three pairs of arms and um another oh i got an astral horizon i'm not mad about oh <gasps> we have something important to talk about the state of destiny came out this week they yes. sunset luke smith oh my god thank fuck
1: it's, I mean, not, I'm so sorry not to see they, him. It's not that they sunset upwards. Luke Smith. Right. It's not that they sunset they him. It's that they sunset him they sunset a lot of his ideas. Thing.
0: They sunset him. Let me have this, please. Let me have this one thing. That's misinformation. I mean, it's not. They sunset him over to the media department. Because he doesn't have control over the game anymore. He's like overdoing movies and right. books and shit.
1: He's overviewing the entire franchise.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't have control over whether Trials is doing a thing or whether, like, this next season is going to do a thing or whether auto-rifles can be doing a thing.
1: Right. So
0: if he's going to have... It's it's like when Halo books, like... I don't know. Halo Infinite has completely, like, separated from, like, the rest of the series. It's like that kind of shit.
1: All I'm getting at is the fact that it is not sunsetting him because he is not being left behind
0: <sighs> i wish he would be i honestly honestly my two cents i don't think we would be in half this the dire straits that we are if he wasn't listened to as much
1: and see as far Personal. as the actual sunsetting issue it because they are actually going back on that and saying anything before, I think it was um, Season of the Worthy, mm-hmm. is going to be left behind. Like, they are making a clear cut.
0: <clears throat> Season of Dawn and earlier. Yeah. I know. Bye. Bye, Season of Dawn. Well, that stuff is already sunset.
1: I know. I still... So stuff
0: that's already sunset. I still so can't get rid of it. So, anything not sunset... So stuff that's already sunset is going to stay sunset. Stuff that's not sunset is not going to be sunset. Correct. That's it. But so that I, means my Astral Horizon, still good.
1: But I think... My
0: God, roll Astral Horizon.
1: I think Sting what around. really happened here is the fact that there are some weapons that just got re-released every season. So you had to go grind out a new one every season if you wanted to stay current. Or, you know, wait Mm -hmm. an entire year to go grind it out or whatever. Um, That became cumbersome. And they were looking at the weapons that they were actually creating and, you know, releasing into the game versus all the specific holes that they would leave. And they, my thinking is they saw all of that and they were like, there's no way we can make all the weapons to fill all those holes that we just now created.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I it's, I'm excited. Like, honestly, it just means that they really wanted to make a bunch of weapons and they could not keep up with the demand that it required. Exactly. So they're like, Oh shit, we just can't make these weapons now. So we're just going to have to let you keep your weapons.
1: Exactly. It, that, that's exactly it.
0: I'm happy I don't have to like find new armor because the armor I have is good.
1: Yes, that I am excited about.
0: Because the armor I keep getting is shit.
1: Right. Even for like activities that are supposed to drop you powerful high stat armor. It's still like 61 or less. And I'm looking at it going, why would I give up my 65 roll or my 67 roll arms for something that is at 58? So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about sunsetting being sunset. Because it's, it wasn't good. Or it wasn't thought out properly. Or at least that's how it felt to me.
0: Yeah, I can tell you who decided who thought it out. Luke fucking Smith.
1: But the thing is, it's not just one person that says, yes, do it. I mean, a game comes down to a, an entire team deciding this is what's best. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, they did announce that crossplay was going to be a thing.
0: I mean, we knew that. We knew
1: it. It's just they went into a little more detail about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The only time console players will be matched up with PC players is if they join on somebody on PC.
0: Oh look, who called that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Me!
0: Are we gonna have an Orchid is Right party again?
1: No, that was a one-time thing.
0: No, it's not. We we don't have the budget. (laughs) Well, Yeah, we do. It's free. Do you know what? Just saying Orchid is Right is free. Uh, we, we
1: just don't have the budget. It's
0: free., no, that's okay. I'll do it for you. Orchid is right again.
1: Uh, we just don't have the budget.
0: No, that's okay. I already did it for you. We're done.
1: Um, I do the editing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: um, but no, like th- there was plenty of other updates in the state of the the game post um. One thing that I'm actually kind of excited about is that there's going to be another expansion after Lightfall.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah.
1: Right. That literally means we have the next three years, three and a half years, because we're only halfway through Beyond Light, Mm -hmm. um, to really look forward to.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. And the one thing I actually detested from there, they're bringing Ada 1 back as the cosmetic fender for Transmog.
0: Oh yeah, oh, no, I know. I knew that that. Um, yeah, you were just very sore by that.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I felt that there was going to be, you know, an awesome story to go with Aid, you know, Ada and you know the Black Armory evolving, and mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh hey. You're gonna do Transmog with her. What? Mm -hmm. Why? Why can't you just bring, you know, Grandma Thune back into the tower for that? Anyway, enough of my ranting.
0: I mean, I'm super excited um, for Ada 1. I'm super excited for Transmog, um, Armor Synthesis. I want to see what kind of bounties we're going to be able to do to get it and like how grindy it's going to be because I'm starting to have flashbacks to black armory and how fucking grindy that was. My God. So hopefully it's not that bad. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to set her back up in the tower in her same spot again. Uh, That would be really interesting. And I know we're going to get stasis weapons eventually. So I'm wondering if they're going to have stasis weapons in the same area as like Transmog. That would be really neat because her area was really big. And it was like you could do a lot with that area.
1: Yeah. And it was ornate. It was really cool area. It It was 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 ornate
0: and neat. It was huge. Yeah, it was it was ornate and neat. And it was very cool. So I it was I thought it was cool. I don't know. Also, there, the Vault of Glass is coming back in season fourteen. There's going to be contest mode, world's first race, so it's going to be really neat um, for people who've done it before, like me and you. Um yep. I'm very excited. <laughs> so, yay! I'm
1: excited. I- I'm was- excited to see how they changed it so that it's it's mm-hmm. you know fresh and new.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because I mean. It's a world first race, and it's not going to be all that great if it's literally the exact same vault that we just ran through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in D one.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the other cool thing, since you brought up Vault, is that they are looking mm-hmm. to add a master version for Vault. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that there's like master and grandmaster nightfalls
0: yes that it sounds really great like finally you'll have something to chase right yeah because i know you've been like chomping at the bit for something more to do in raids
1: yeah because i mean
0: just do the raid
1: because i mean i'm sitting here with like 71 deep stone completions and i'm just dismantling everything i get (laughs) because i've already got everything i want right um but yeah no, like i am really excited for that because uh, they're gonna actually have adept gear that goes along with it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so adept fate bringer adept vision of confluence mm,
0: it'll be neat oh yeah well we'll have to see more we'll have to see more when it comes out it'll be cool
1: now, but, like um, this, this was just a state of the game and where they want to see p- the game go in the next year.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The actual implementations might be a little different than what is actually stated here because it still is in progress.
0: Yes. As things usually are. But.
1: Because software development. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just that, but um, working from home and yeah. time frames and everything else. So, yeah, stuff just just you know takes a while. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. But yeah. So.
1: With that being Thanks. said, last thoughts.
0: Um, it's been a wild freaking week.
1: Yeah, it destiny.
0: Has. I'm exhausted from all of this destiny being weird. Like, I'm kind of ready for it to go back to normal, tbh.
1: Oh, I've I've been exhausted for longer than just the last week. But yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. ready for normal.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Normal sounds really nice. How about we do like a really normal lore network ad?
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. The
1: Lore Network. Even in the darkest of places, the light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for more in-depth conversation about Destiny Lore. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is is Trams87, and I craft bite sized cinematic destiny lore videos, so join me each week as I journey into some of the greatest mysteries of Destiny 2. You can find me on youtube.com forward Trams87.
0: Stay safe and Godspeed. was a good ad Ugh, man that was really normal
1: very normal (laughs) (laughs) so brief intro to the topic these entries are obtained by completing the presage exotic mission um i believe that they're locked into one entry per week I am not certain of that because I have run it several times and I've only gotten two entries, one from last week and one mm-hmm. from this week. So I'm I'm looking at that pattern thinking that it's only one per week. Um,
0: it's entirely possible since we are really jumping the gun on this. We have no idea that it could change.
1: Yeah. So for all we for know, now. we could be blown smoke out of our asses
0: maybe you i don't know what you're doing to get the smoke there in the first place
1: yeah shouldn't have eaten those jalapenos
0: (laughs) oh my god that's how you got it
1: (laughs) oh no um the entries are all imprints of memories about a guardian named catabasis
0: cool that's how you're saying it
1: that's how i'm saying it
0: i i've heard more people say catabasis but I, I, okay. I'm okay I'm just gonna say it how I want because that's how I roll it,
1: right and like I I looked it up but I didn't find an actual pronunciation for it so it's literally however you want to say it
0: okay catabasis it is entry one Karen silhouette this page is blighted with mold in the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of Catabasus, a royal invitation got me as far as the inner reliquary. I enter the belly of the Leviathan, unattended. My eyes catch on the runs in Callus' crestfallen banners. His inner halls don't gleam, reminds me of stories from the Golden Age. Polish the veneer and present them on a platter, but when you peel back the layers, it's just old, past, with prime far behind. Ahead, a legionary and loyalist guild nods to me and swings open a door. A manufactured version of Callus stands tall on the other side. Its likeness mirrors the Tribute Hall's automaton and many other statuesque bots I'd spoken to him through. The statue of Callus winds to life. You're early, but I suppose your tribe is always ahead of the pack, hunter. Should I have this removed that you may stroll the Leviathan's halls that much longer and appreciate my hospitality? I'm not sure what he wants to hear. She's an impressive beast. I've come to take the job. I turn it in like an offer. Uncomfortable silence. Come and see me, Catabasas. I have a gift for you. The statue points towards a domed chamber. Its curled walls sport every kind of trophy, bones on hooks, taxidermy wrapped around terrified eyes in final moments. A clutch of counselors watches me as they take mechanical plates from three other identical statues of Callus surrounding them. They huddle about a towering cage of filigreed alloys and woven circuitry, fitting the plates to it with sacramental focus, until the cage becomes a tomb around a pearlescent seat supporting a lonesome figure within. What an auspicious early arrival. Come. Witness my containment. Few have seen this, callous wheezes from inside the cage, his voice like taut suffocation. Callus's withering form swells and jostles. My thoughts stink of disgust, and he can smell it. I am no more trapped here than you are by your light. You assume this flesh satisfies me? How small! My automatons stand as monuments of my image, reflections of my breath. They are as I am. One collective self, as nothing is. I grit my teeth and look on, stepping sideways to see him from a different angle. His skin is mottled with sickly translucence that grips my stomach. Your thoughts are as open as your fears, Catabasus. Come, come, look upon me and let my counselors assuage them. Counselors lay more thick plates over Callis's living misery, brushing past me as they finish and exiting the room with my inhibitions. Mechanisms within the plates engage as plum light emits from the slits between them. Maker runs smooth around the frame and into a throne-like cup of sullied nobility. Beneath the throne, hoses bubble viscous royal wine into the sealed frame. Callus looks through me, eyes like clumped chalk, as the last counselor fastens a faceplate into position. Deep orbs illuminate in the faceplate, like wild eyes in the open pitch of night. We are alone. What do you know of lies, Ketabasis? I pick between the words. There are a lot different kinds. And all of them are weakness. Callus's voice spills from the containment vessel and floods the room. Gods do not lie. Like me, they have neither the capacity nor the reason. True power cannot be threatened. It does not compel deception. And yet, I have been betrayed by one I thought to be the final divinity. Sounds like you got swindled? I quickly blunt the question with respect. (laughs) Emperor? When the darkness found me adrift in the cosmos, rejected by a people I had made, I thought I had found a confidant, no, an an idol. They promised to return to me, to uplift me, that we may dance together among the stars and drink of their dying ecstasy until the end, as one. But their chilling little fleet came and went. It was luscious and so many tasted so much, yet I am empty nothing trapped in this limbo of their lie. And gods don't lie, I proffer, precisely to be seen. Callus pauses to heap the drama for what we really are underneath the surface is bliss. All four statues step forward to bear Callus's vessel. His voice resounds from all of them simultaneously. Come, Cast a shadow in my halls and drink. Soon we will speak to the liar and separate from it the truth. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, Smuggler switches still working. Maintenance side hatch. Had to kick in the vent.
1: So this is the first time that we've actually seen the real Callus. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we do see him Somewhat in confessions, but that's a whole other thing. This is the first time that we've seen modern Callus. <laughs> um, and we get a feel that now Callus has a new shadow of shadows.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Catabasis. Yeah. Catabasis. Right. Whatever.
0: Yeah. He, um, Well, we know of the hunter so far. So he is a hunter. Um, So he's Mm -hmm. a guardian. That's about it. We don't know if he actually is a guardian of the city. So does he work for, you know, the Vanguard or is he a freelancer, which we know there are a lot more of than we thought before. So is he like Crow? Was he working for the spider? Was he working for somebody else? Just kind of doing his own thing. Like a warlord.
1: Well, he does, but go by the the moniker of um, or the the title of guardian. He does go by guardian, so we know he at least has some ties to the city.
0: I'm um, gonna split hairs and say I think most light bearers go by guardian, just because that's just the vernacular since he's the one where we're this book I'm, is one of the few books that are in first person.
1: I'm trying to we think get, of any guardian that it like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a character that actually goes by guardian, but isn't associated with the city at even in just a little bit.
0: I mean, he could have been previously with the city and then isn't.
1: And that is true. That it is very true, you know. He could be a light bearer who, you know, defected from the city. And especially mm-hmm. since, as we go through the mission, it talks about how, you know, oh yeah, this guardian was working with Callus. Well, then that guardian is a traitor. So it could be.
0: I I, I don't see Zavala sending a lone guardian in to meet with Emperor Callus on the Leviathan right. by himself. So I really don't think it's a guardian that works with the Vanguard.
1: Right. <laughs> so, well, and, and that's all I'm getting at is that. Yeah. He ha- might have had some ties to the city or
0: mm-hmm. at one point. Uh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, let's see what else. So I like, um, we do have to realize because he's in because this is in first person, which is very fascinating because most lore books are not. Right. So this is um, because this is first person. We can't trust everything he says.
1: It is pay- painted with some because kind of bias. This
0: is, this is an unreliable narrator.
1: Yep. And it, it so, literally. Cool. At the very beginning of it, it. Literally tells you who the memory is from. Mm-hmm. So, like this one yeah. says, "Through the eyes of Catabasis," or Catabasis, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there are or
0: through the eyes of whatever. There are future mm-hmm.
1: entries that switch narrators.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we could look at like what Catabasis means. Um. Uh, it's a descent as moving downhill or a military retreat trip into the underworld it's a descent into the underworld it's a greek word
1: and it's actually yeah. there are two different words um there is catabasis, which is i'm trying to remember this from when i was on um spinfoil theory podcast because we actually went into this. Uh catabasis is a trip from the interior of a country to the coast and anabasis is the opposite way around. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Oh, if it's a Greek word, it's catabasis. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a Greek word, it's katabasis. Oh, we all fuck this up. It's katabasis. My bad.
1: Well, and, like, I pulled up three different videos, and they all said something different.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at the actual, like, Greek. It's the accents on the second alpha. It's katabasis. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know I took Greek when I was in school
1: what haven't you done
0: i I wanted to do like i wanted to do classics in college but my parents are like what the fuck are you gonna do with that and i'm like you know what you're right i'll go do science i'm sorry i can't do latin and greek okay because that's not something i could go you know stuff i took a lot of latin and greek in school so catapuses sorry (laughs) I was also really bad at Greek. so.
1: I'm just sitting <laughs> here going, okay, add crafts. it to the list. What haven't you done? <laughs> uh,
0: I can't play the trombone.
1: I think that's the only thing that is on the, the list. <laughs> or the
0: French horn. Or the French horn.
1: The other thing that I, I actually... Liked is that at the very end, frenetic scrawl inked in the margin heads or margin reads smugglers' switches still working, maintenance side hatch had to kick in the vent. These are all locations of actual like caches around the, the ship. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you do the actual mission, look for a maintenance side hatch by event mm-hmm.
0: i wonder if these are locations like on the ship that have lore locations or um
1: uh no Scanables. these are actually um related to data pads
0: oh are these where the data pads are yes oh okay
1: because like'm I'm, I'm thinking of the very first one where you have to actually shoot the vent and the data pad is right there and then it opens a door. Mm-hmm. You know, had to kick in the vent. We shoot right. it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a maintenance side hatch.
0: That makes. Okay, that makes sense. Do you want to read the next one? Yep. Oh wait, there's one thing. Okay. His robot body, Callus' robot body, is full of that, like, purple robot jizz stuff. Oh, the planet juice? Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew.
1: Hey, Callus, your Nessus is showing. Ew. Fuck.
0: (laughs) Ew. Ew! They so his exo his weird robot automaton exo bodies. Instead of like ganked up vex milk, it's like Nessus planet wine,
1: Nessus royal juice.
0: jelly. It's it's royal jelly juice. It's all that purple stuff you're walking on. It's all been inside Callus robot body.
1: See, I normally like Just Welch's think about grape. That. Callus likes Nessus nah. grape.
0: Nessa scrape, fucking gross. It's all that, all that purple, all that purple shit you walk on when you're in the Leviathan—that's all been inside callus before. So when I say purple jizz, it's accurate. You're welcome. You've been lord. I'm disappointed. But I myself. prefer Elemist. <laughs> Ew.
1: And I'll be reading Entry 2, Lust and Reappropriation, Part 1. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of Katavasis, our disheveled thresher rattles through lean Nessian atmosphere. Callous' words ring in my ears over the storm rush of re-entry the ship is yours to claim. Most of the seats in the drop hold are empty. A scion officer named Kinzik sits across from me. Her eye hasn't left me since she boarded. To my right, a craggy cabal centurion, complete with demolition satchels and projection rifle, adjusts the connectors on his pressure suit. He'd been assigned to make sure none of the other Cabal try to kill me. Seems news of my command had rendered a number of the crew indignant. I prod first. I can't imagine hiding a ship from the Legion was easy on Nessus. To be honest, I'm surprised they haven't tried to Storm of the Leviathan. They would die, grumbles the Centurion. Bad strategy. What does it matter? Callus saw fit to give you a ship, Catabasis. My ghost Gilgamesh glares at me. Kinzik sneers and leans forward. Her voice seethes from her helmet. The Legion is stirred by Kaidel's rousing human I recognize the tinge of malice in her address. And the fall of Torabottle. She sends heralds of her fleet. Ships come and go without stories recorded. We pass unnoticed for some time. The brute bows his head. First I'm hearing of it. You're saying they won't notice the ship taking off? I ask. For some time, Gilly quotes the Scion. But normally they would, because it's a Legion ship, and you've set me up... To commit thievery? All cabal ships belong to Callis. The centurion growls. And Kinzik does not answer to you. Right. My shoulders slump forward, head resting in my hands as the thresher touches down. We disembark onto prickly, milk-rich soil. Turning away from the sun as the deep green sky slowly bleeds out, a congested cabal shipyard glows in the distance against the crest of dark, riding the horizon. You are Katavasis. The cabal is speaking to me. He gestures to himself. Bartoran, you're my schoolcracker. I point to my ghost. Name's Gilgamesh, or Gilly. Bartoran considers for a moment and nods. I do that. But you will need to know my name if we find battle. I'm not looking to have a shootout with an entire base. I think the plan is more a quiet reappropriation of goods, Bato. I do not like that. Gilly's didn't take it first, but time wears you down. Gilly nods to Bato, who nods back with a grunt and begins walking. We follow him across the bluffs toward the yard, into flatland, desolate and sunless gloom. The shipyard is a massive, pulverized flat of rough tarmac and shanty barracks surrounded by a barrier of fence. It overflows with craft ranging across eras of the Cabal Empire. On the far end of the strip, Gilly spots arc lights shining. A figure draped in azure raiment stands above a throng of cabal, drawing attention like thunder. Whatever he's saying, they believe it. Gilly catches a few words. It's the same talk you hear anywhere else someone's been forgotten. Blame, looking for a hole to fester in. Wrestling at the edges with tepid hope. At risk of falling back down into the past. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, Maintenance hull off the cargo bay door. Cozy spot, floor side.
0: So, he has a new fire team now, which is very fascinating, because I don't think we've ever worked with the cabal before in anything, which is pretty neat. So, we also know the name of his ghost, which is Gilgamesh, or Gilly, which I think is a super cute name um oh yeah we actually know that gilly um later on we find out that gilly is a it's a guy ghost but it really doesn't matter to me it doesn't um but we have a brute and we have a scion and um it's yeah and the yeah catabasis, if we're gonna say it sort of not really correctly right I'm going to end up not saying it correctly at all. I'm going to pronounce his name 18 different ways.
1: Um, right.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, He just, I love how he just like gives everyone a nickname, like doesn't give a shit. <laughs>
1: like, oh, I love that.
0: I love that. He just like, it's like that little bit of personality that he kind of throws in there. It's just really great. You know? It's, so bato.
1: I, I I love the fact that he's literally just shortening the name for a nickname.
0: Oh yeah. Instead of Tehran, we have Bato. Um and we have um we have a scion eventually. Where's the... Kinzik. Kinzik. Okay. I was like, "There's a Q and another Q, and
1: a and Z. Then
0: there's a lot. And There's a Z and a lots of Q. That would be so many points in Scrabble."
1: I was just you thinking could make that
0: a bank on that. Name. I was
1: just thinking that.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so they are there to steal a ship. Cool. That is that is what they are meant to do. Neat. Yeah, I kind of like that. Let's go steal a thing. <laughs> I love a heist, a good heist. Like Zero Hour was a good heist.
1: It, we were preventing a heist in Zero Hour. Yeah,
0: but it was still a heist. There was still a heist involved. I love heists.
1: Oh, and and, and I I'm not saying anything against it. I like yeah. a good heist story. Mm-hmm. It's why I I so we have the makings yeah like that is why I like the first half of the Ant Man. It's a heist movie.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a heist movie. A superhero heist
1: movie. Um. It is,
0: yeah. We have a. (laughs) This is also. um, This is also has the really good makings of a heist. So. It does. Yeah. I don't think there's anything.
1: It's a very straightforward entry. It's
0: super. That's about it. It's just like, let's go get the thing. Okay, let's go. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But. I mean, Catabasis seems to be, like, really into working with the Cabal and has no problem doing so. Which we've seen other Guardians and Amanda Holiday have been like, no.
1: Right. Amanda so gets very verbal cares. about it.
0: Yeah, I don't think he cares where his paycheck comes from as long as he gets it. Which is interesting. So, yeah. let's Let's read the next one. Yep. And find out more. All right. Entry three. Lust and Reappropriation, part two. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of catabasis. Smaller ships flock like parasites around a centerpiece flagship. Kinzik points to it, a Cabal Carrier-class warship. Glycon Volatis. She touches her finger to the yard's perimeter barrier and says, over, as if directing an animal. Kinzik flattens her palm against the ground and displaces the radiolarian saturation with a bubble of void energy. It bursts and launches her and Bato over the barrier. I follow, on steps of light, my text mechanic a rifle dangling from a loose strap. Bato settles last on uneasy jet bursts. Kinzik steps in front of him and calibrates a device on his chest plate before Bato turns to face me. One of your transmet, he grumbles. I will stop their signal receiver, so our ship is hidden until we remove its locational anchor. We separate into the silent yard to our tasks. Kinzik and I weave through a field of parked interceptors as Bato does his best to stay inconspicuous on his way to a gargantuan signal dish at the adjacent edge of the yard. The daunting bow of the Glycon Volatus looms, obstructing the sky like a bloodied wave rearing up to consume us. I duck behind the frontal landing gear while Kinzik opens a service chute to the command deck. I peek through the open hatch. Down the hall, a lone scion runs diagnostics on the bridge. I carefully crawl inside and slip the long rifle from my back. Shoot it. Guns are loud, Gil. He wasn't totally off-kilter. One thought from that scions could alert the whole yard. Ignorance. The word ripples through my brain in Kinzik's seething voice. She will not. I didn't invite you in here, I thought. The ripple spreads. Yours is a mind unfocused and taxed, chaos where reason should lie. We need this ship, Gilly whispers. He swings into my peripheral view. If you don't do something, that Scion is going to have every cabal in the sector on us. Kinzik surfaces from the hatch and kneels beside us. This is Yurik's ghost. She will not reveal us. She's Red Legion. Callus would see her executed. Scions fly many colors, but within the cabal we exist in Congress, moving toward our own future. She will recognize my contribution as I hers, Kinzik says, stepping forward. Gilly watches Kinzik approach the other scion. If this sours, don't give it the chance. His words cinch around my lungs. Short breaths of wary anticipation escape. I sight my long gun and wait. Yurik stiffens as she becomes aware of Kinzig. She turns. They bow their heads together. The two empathize and come to one understanding in silence. Whatever ambitions they have go further than this ship, this moment, this cabal. I hadn't thought that way since I last wore the veneer of a guardian, sold a dream of an immortal city shielded by light as if it could go on forever. Forever is just a hope folks don't live long enough to see it crumble. Yurix looks to Gilly and me, to my rifle, unthreatened. I feel her request for temperance and a tranquil reassurance of their cause. For a moment, I feel young. I stand. We warm the launch engines as Yurix slips away to join the throng and let us be. Bato materializes onto the bridge out of transmat and out of breath. He manages a few prideful words. George is set. We will not be tracked. The Glycon breaks atmosphere at a colossal explosion rocks the shipyard and shudders through our hull. Flames spit across the distant yard below, spreading into a bonfire of heirlooms. Bato called it the spark that burns the past to fuel the future. Better than the other way around. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, The door's on the fritz. Been that way since we dove. Staying away from this one.
1: I wonder if this is actually... Oh, this is actually talking about the... uh, the, I'm I'm looking at the frenetic scrawl portion of it. It's talking Mm -hmm. about that one malfunctioning door that keeps opening and closing, but not enough for anybody to get through.
0: Oh, that one that I want to go through? Uh Uh-huh. We can't? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting.
1: Right. I'm enjoying actually seeing where all of this ties in to like the actual mission. Mhm. Um but we do see that the the fire team actually <laughs> steals a ship called the Glycon Volatus. Mm-hmm. and they blow up a base. Mm-hmm. Not much more to it. Although I, I do love the fact that it was literally a heist to get the ship, and then they set up charges, and as soon as Bato transmats back, he's like, all right, it's done. Click.
0: <laughs> I mean, um, it's... What I'm really fascinated by in this is the Scion's ability to empathize and understand each other without saying a word, Um, how they're all kind of, it's not a hive mind. But their ability to, I don't know, their telepathy and their understanding. And that is new and fascinating. And, I mean, we've known about it.
1: Yeah, they are psychic. But, um,
0: yeah, but we've never really seen it like this, you know.
1: Right. Um, it not we. We haven't seen it in this way. We've seen it in mm-hmm. other ways, like in the Leviathan raid, the Void Room. You know, mm-hmm. when you're fighting Callus, that is the psionic plane. Right. right. So, like, we with all
0: the heads coming at you.
1: Yes. <laughs> And those were all psionic projections and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen other psionic manifestations, other ways that their powers have manifested, but we haven't seen that they are able to actually telepathy. You're, yeah, they, they have telepathy so that they can actually talk to each other without actually talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, when you consider yeah. that they're mind abilities are strong enough to create an entire plane it kind of makes sense
0: Mm -hmm. i think um i i like where it's going like i like the people i say people i like the cabal that he's working with honestly yeah you know
1: they've actually humanized them or like they're not actually shooting at us or anything like that. They're not shooting at Guardians or humanity, so we're e- it's easier to see them as allies that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: especially when they blow up an entire base of cattle um, supporters.
0: Yeah, right. I. It's so weird that we're working for like I say we like we're involved in this, we're not. It's Katabasis and his his brood. Um but it's that they, they, they're actually working together and we're doing it for Callus when our guardian is kind of working with slash against Callus because we're like sort of working in concert like with his daughter. It's it's all very confusing. <laughs> this entire season.
1: <laughs> Just a little bit.
0: It's so good. Like I like the story so far. I want to see where it goes.
1: Well, should I continue on? We then? have
0: the ship now. Yeah, let's go on to the next one. We have the ship now. So let's see what happens with the ship.
1: Okay. I'll cover entry four, well of absence. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind, through the eyes of Katabasis. Blood meets a slurry of oil and dark ether, draining into runoff vents in the cabin floor. I sit. A savage din echoes through the harvester craft. I can hear them in the war beast pens below deck, gnashing teeth maddeningly chewing through restraints. The wet slaps of their bodies battering the walls. Bato boards the harvester under a hail of tiny stones. The hold is secured, and casualties collected. He shuts the bay to the reef storm behind him. How many? I ask, noticing the two of us are alone. He mistakes concern for weakness. We will be ready for tomorrow's harvest. I shift the question. How many more of these things does Kinzik want, two days of harvest before leaving the shore? She tell you what for? No more than you. Following blind orders, something that sits well with you? Kinzik does not answer to you, light bearer. So I've heard, more than once, my father spoke like you. Questioned. Bata grumbles, laying down his gear. He abandoned Callus to join Gaul's coup. Disgraced our bloodline. I threw off my father's shackles and pledged my life to the emperor. I was shown mercy. Soon I will reclaim the clout of my line and the right to sire. Loyalty is not blindness. Loyalty is rewarded. Sounds like he turned away from a losing battle to one he thought he could win. He left when hope seemed small. Before he could see victory through. Bado pauses. Pensive. Callus will expose the secrets of the dark and use them to reclaim Gorobotal. It will be. Kinzik blocks the entrance into her lab it had been hastily transferred from leviathan to glycon after our procurement of the ship all manner of vicious-looking machinery she raises a finger to my face her language restructures in my mind you do not belong here i need i need to know exactly what you're using them for why they are animals our beasts of burden I pondered the ethics. They used to be something else. A deadened part buried and ignored, but... Such concern for a hunter. She meant to pin me to Cade. Ain't any different from defiling a corpse. You people honor your dead, don't you? I do not answer to you. Kinzik seethes into my mind. She brushes me away and moves to shut the door. Bato does. His soldiers do. Do you want to politely ask the scorn into confinement, or do you want to be straight with me? She scowls at me. Where is your ghost? Hangar maintenance. Come, Kinzik says, leading me inside the lab to a bundle of large vats adorned with all manner of pumps and wiring. This... She slides a viewing port open on the frontmost vat. Rabid scorn eyes lock with mine through the viewport. Dark fluid roils as the creature flails and fumes muted shrieks into the liquid. Natural connection to darkness made stronger. Their minds, linked like ours, but without barons, there is nothing to fill them. I watch it claw frantically against the vat wall until I hear the grating tone of bone-raw fingertips digging into the metal. A touch more violent than I expect from a mindless thing, I say. They subsist off the last thought imposed on them. Kill for thick rule. For the lost prince. But. Kinzik presses her hand to the tank. She fixates her eye on the scorn, and it mellows. Her words are strained. With effort. Their psyche is a vessel, through which many expressions can... Commune. She releases the scorn, exhausted, and it drowns again, eyes shrieking terror. Too many for this one to inhabit. How does that help us? Callus will draw the darkness into them, and we will squeeze from them all they know. How, I insist. When we arrive at the anomaly, you will see. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, Fungus choked off the turbine maintenance deck. If you find a way in, throw the switch.
0: So, I'm very uncomfortable with the whole doing science on scorn things.
1: Doing so- science on like. reanimated bodies?
0: I don't like that. It's very creepy. It's, it's just like, wow.
1: So, so you, you have a problem with doing science on reanimated flesh. Makes sense. I mean... <laughs> It makes me uncomfortable uh, too.
0: Good, okay. I mean, it's the whole like rabid scorn eyes lock with mine through the viewport. Dark fluid roils as the creature flails and fumes, muted shrieks into the liquid.
1: It, right. Uh, it paints that that just is, ugh, image.
0: This is another in the long line of bungee. Are you okay? series that we've been leading on this podcast for months now so I'm gonna ask the question yeah. again Bungie are you okay do you need someone to check on you
1: they they did say that they wanted to go down a darker road since Forsaken and they definitely have <sighs> but yeah Bungie are you okay <sighs> I know trust me I know
0: it's just I callous uh, will draw the darkness into them and we will squeeze from them all they know because he wants to literally have a conversation with the darkness because he's like, hey, bro, you're not calling me back. He wants to know why they're like ghosting him. And so he's trying to call them back by using the scorn to amplify his phone calls. That's what's happening. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Right?
1: That's how I'm taking it.
0: That's so... (sighs) Why?
1: (sighs) That's how I'm taking it.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And it only gets worse from here.
0: Oh, my God. You want
1: to continue on?
0: Yeah. (sighs) This is entry five. Feast your eyes. This page is blighted with mold in the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind, through the eyes of Catabasis. Six hard weeks in the reef, scorn, hive, and horrors enough. I still prefer the open shore to the glycon, but it's earning its keep. We crossed the belt and anchored our gravity off Phobos, an old cabal base still holding an operational tether. I volunteered to clear the base of Taken, get out a bit. Didn't even get a fire team together before we realized the damn things were docile. Against the anomaly, our little serpent ship was a worm, a speck, like a distant star you'd squish between your fingers. The bottomless pit where Mars used to be fills every starboard porthole. Crew stand in the viewing chamber for hours. Some get dragged out. The immensity of it, a planet wide fathom of hissing, dark, boundless in us, planted on the edge of reason. It defies you. Callus stalked with us yesterday, his scribe, not but two steps behind him, perused the stock, picked out the first one for what they're calling communion. They brought something on board. Scorn haven't shut up since. kensick is getting it ready in the viewing chamber. Gilly's eyeing it too, looking through portholes. I hear him at night whispering. It's the same all the way through. You were right, Catabasis, It's all just a cage, a prison, but it's so much bigger than we thought. What are we doing here? Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads. You can rest midway above the turbine grinder. The noise covers your moments.
1: So they've spent six weeks gathering scorn, killing Hive, and they went back to Phobos, which we first saw in the very first mission of the Taken King. And all the Taken that are there are just docile. Um,
0: Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Also... We, for all that we kind of realized about um, what we realized, for all, for all that we realized what we realized, for all that we learned about what happened to the planets, like Mars, like Mercury, like Io, you know, um, um, and what happened when the darkness came, you know, like we talked about last week, all the educated guesses that we made. Uh, This is the first time we've actually seen it up close. So this is like the first thing, right? Yep. We actually see the anomaly. Like, that's so cool. And everyone can't take their eyes off of it. Like, I don't think I'd be able to either. Right. Like, science.
1: Considering, like, that's where a planet used to be. I mean, they're right where Mars used to be. And that's kind of freaky.
0: Like... I I can't imagine like the amount of uh the, the amount of just nothingness. There has to be something there that's kind of balancing out like the gravity that the planet left behind because it would have just deleting planets would have just like thrown the absolute like thrown the entire solar system into chaos. You know, right. You can't just you can't just pluck planets out of nowhere and expect everything to be fine. You literally can't do that. So whatever's there is it still has weight to it and still has a presence to it. And so it just must like I feel like I can imagine it. And sometimes if you look at something and it just holds your attention and you just kind of like have you ever looked at something and it just made your, your head go blank? Like Absolutely. A black box. And you're just like, you're just zone out and you're like, what am I looking at? Like, I feel like that's the kind of thing when you're looking at something and you don't know how to even bring it into focus in your mind.
1: All the time. It's just
0: like so outside of your comfort zone. You're like, what am I even, what is this? And so I feel like this is a kind of moment for everybody, like cabal, you know, human, whatever. Everybody.
1: And, and that makes sense because... The Cabal yeah. have never seen anything like this. Humans, you know, no, humanity no has, has never seen anything like this.
0: Yeah, exactly. I
1: mean, it's something that's unprecedented.
0: hmm
1: yeah. Which also makes it terrifying.
0: Exactly. But Callus is, like, excited. Yeah, but... he's about to have communion with it. But he's a weirdo.
1: Callus would be excited if the darkness sneezed on him. I mean...
0: He would be. He'd be rubbing his, his nipples and talking about sweetmeats and exactly and it ready like and it's
1: purple jizz everywhere. It'd be terrible. That's exactly it. Like Callus has a thing for the darkness, no matter mm-hmm. what it does.
0: It's not good. It's real bad.
1: <laughs> Although at this point he is peeved with the darkness. Um and we will get into the whole reason why he's peeved. Mm-hmm either we we have an idea but right yeah we'll touch a bit more on it after this next entry
0: Mm -hmm. we do there is one line i wanted to point out and it's the ghost gilly is starting to act a little bit weird if you noticed um because he it says here gilly's eyeing it too looking through portholes i hear him at night whispering it's the same all the way through. You were right, Katavisus. It's all just a cage, a prison, but so much bigger than we thought. Now, what is he referring to?
1: I personally think he's referring to the, um, the anomaly.
0: So is the anomaly a cage or a prison? Or are, is the ship that they're on the cage or a prison? Or the darkness itself the prison? Or is the light a prison like is that kind of construct. a prison is it more like kind of a lyrical kind of idea of a prison and not like an actual physical prison itself like
1: and and see i had taken it as the actual like anomaly itself is what they're talking about
0: mm-hmm I'm taking it. You and I have both read this book already. Mm-hmm. Um So I'm taking this as someone who's read it before that reading it the second time through. um, That that really stands out to me.
1: Oh, absolutely. Time.
0: Yeah. So I, that just made me like really go, oh, really? This is what you're saying now all the way back here. OK. Uh,
1: I mean it, it is heavy foreshadowing. It is yeah. But
0: very much so. Yeah. Cool. All right, do you want to read the yeah. next one? Yeah, let's just let's just get through this. Oh, my goodness.
1: I will be reading entry 6, Excess of Avarice. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of Callus, the Cacoethes, a crowd has gathered to stand with me, their emperor, soon to be so much more. Amsat spread word of my arrival, and they clamored to be the first in my presence in the viewing chamber. I spot the guardian and his little light as well, an extra morsel of bait. The ghost watches, while the guardian resigns to the rear. Pity all come to view the zenith of my labors. I am omnipresent. Every angle that can be seen is seen by statues at every corner. My plated carriage monitors the crown for aberrations. It is adorned with gold from the castellum From my viewing. I paid many lives to pry it free from hive clutches, but it bent most agreeably its ability to bridge minds and bring them to submit. I see my tributes, scorn, gibbering nonsense in unison, lashed and plugged to the crown. A thorn made tool in my brilliance. My daring counselors anchor their psyches and prepare to begin the communion. Greatness is before us. These watchers, I shall thrill them. I clap four monumental pairs of hands. Let it begin. I turn all my gaze to the chamber's expansive viewing window as shutters unveil the grave of Mars. Tendrilic bands of phasing darkness spiral from the anomaly's core, enrapturing all of me, beckoning into the depth of its core with whispers like hooks through nervous flesh. I gape into the stimulating writhe, yes. My counselors place their hands on the crown and focus cognition through it. They pry open the scorn's collective synaptic pathways and sew them into the fabric of the anomaly's mimetic sphere. The glycon strains against the pole. Velocity surges forward to the anomaly. The surrounding reality tears away we hold suspended before the writhe it fills all sight nothing just beyond the bend time ceases and the cosmos arcs to accommodate my will now delight in me i emulate all of me in your image stretched my mind to live through so many I reaped the pleasures and experiences of every vessel. But despite my sundry perspectives, I still only see through my own eyes. And I want more. I peer into the dark nothing. You are oblivion. Not a destruction, but a melding of all that has come to pass. I wish to become as you are, to gorge on existence, to collect your promise to elevate me. My laughter is wild. All of my forms transfix on the swirling anomaly. Look upon me! The cosmos bends and snaps as I stand, returned to my feeble reality, ignored again. The scorn shriek nonsense in unison, It drowns out of the whispers. It is all any of me can hear. I reach out as you showed me when last we met. I split open each scorned mind from my carriage. Searching for you. Nothing. Every time. So I tear open their bodies fitfully pulling limb from socket, mind from skull, scouring them for your presence. I search until the shrieking can only be heard from distant pens. I meet the eyes of each crew member who would not look away. In them I see it. You, peering back from behind the tension. An observer. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads dug out a spot under the refuse pit it's still running so be quick
0: so this is him calling his girlfriend the darkness because that's all i can really think of it as at this point
1: it's true though
0: it really is. I mean...
1: It, like, he's literally yelling at the darkness because you promised me powers. Where are they?
0: I mean... <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you promised me shit. Now where is it?
0: <laughs> hmm The darkness is like nothing. And I like... And if you've not actually read this lore book, nothing is capitalized. Like, it's actually, like, a proper noun. It's nothing. So instead of just the darkness, like, the darkness has, like, a proper actual name, and it's nothing. Which feels, to me, like, a lot weightier and a lot scarier than the darkness. Because the darkness is still something. Nothing is nothing. Nothing, to me, is a lot more terrifying than just the darkness. You know? Oh, I agree. Like, the darkness, to me, is sh- is shrouding something, is hiding something, but nothing is just the absence of. And, like, that void is a lot more terrifying.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: yeah. Um, We do have the crown here. We recognize that crown. Yes, we do. It's the crown of sorrow.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Mm-hmm so he has the crown of sorrows that he then made very gold from the castellum because of course he did Um, of course
1: it's callous
0: it's callous because if it's not just gold in the worst it wouldn't be callous um and uh plugged it in of course and um yeah and it didn't talk back to him Even though all of the scorn were, like, trying to, you know, be the scorn.
1: Yeah. Like, they were trying to be the scorn, but... Yeah. And, like, it's it's actually physically hurting them. I mean, they're crying. They're
0: actually shrieking.
1: Yeah, they're actually shrieking out in pain. This entire thing plays out like a weird horror movie.
0: It's, it started out as, you know, a heist and got very dark very quickly. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just, um yeah, it's been really, I, I really like you are oblivion, not a destruction, but a melding of all that's come to pass. I wish to become as you are, to gorge on existence, to collect your promise, to elevate me. And he demands to just be noticed. He's like, "Notice me, sampai, ooh, ooh." And uh, the darkness is like, "No," <laughs> doesn't even say no. It just ignores him.
1: Right. That's the,
0: the worst. The worst you could possibly do to Callus is ignore him.
1: That's the part that I find hilarious. Is like it's it's just ignoring him, mm-hmm. and it's the fact that it's ignoring him is pissing him off. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it's callous. Yeah, The worst thing you could ever do to him is ignore him. Right. Um. He feels that because he met the darkness before and it promised him that he would be the last thing alive. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he gets... Some kind of abilities from it, or whatever, and like all of this boils down to the fact that the darkness came, things didn't happen the way that they told Callus it would, mm-hmm. and so they're not holding up their end of the bargain. You know, they lied, gods don't lie, mm-hmm. yeah. And I see this scene. As one of those scenes in a movie where somebody, um, I mean, there are plenty of scenes where somebody yells at God and during a lightning storm or something, and you know, lightning hits close to them or whatever. Mm -hmm. I see that as what's going on here,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: Like, Callus is just yelling at what would be his God.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's just it's kind of funny to me
0: yeah i really i i am interested to see like where this goes um i know where it goes but as we are halfway through the book at this point to summarize where we've gone we've gone from meeting callus in his cage that he stays in um we never talked about that. His weird jelly body goes in a cage before it gets put into his robot body. Question mark.
1: I kind of feel it like he doesn't his uh-huh. I see the automatons as walking security cameras. Right. So, he sees everything that's going on through them, but it's a one-way Viewing.
0: Also, he likes to put them in a bunch of uh, different uh, situations.
1: Well, yeah. And he actually. I mean, if
0: you had a bunch of automatons, wouldn't you?
1: Well, and, and he actually talks about that too. I reaped the pleasures and experiences of every vessel.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every
0: vessel. Every vessel. Ew. Gross.
1: Oh, you know you're for it.
0: Mm, sweet sweetmeats. Just because sweet it's meat? callous. Oh, you know me and callous. Callous sweet It's is my favorite topic in all of this. But we've gone from being on the Leviathan to stealing a ship with um, our, our Scion and our um,
1: Centurion
0: our centurion and pretty much not shedding any blood and just walking off with the ship until Bato's like, I'm going to blow up everything just so we have a cool explosion to fly away from. (laughs) And so everything explodes and we fly to the edge of where Mars used to be where there's nothing now. And just gaze into the nothing that is there callus comes with the fucking crown of sorrow that's now tacky and puts it on and then shouts at nothing
1: well yeah that's where we are if you were losing your mind you would shout at nothing too
0: i would love to shout at nothing yes Shouting at nothing sounds like a really fun weekend. Callus definitely knows how to have a really good time.
1: <laughs>
0: Hot Hotoki. Hot Toki. God. Cat.
1: But yeah, it's, it's definitely getting weird.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
1: And with that, Orchid. hmm Shout outs.
0: Um, shout out to my clan mates at Terra Astralis um, for inviting me and running a 12-man Deepstone Crypt raid <laughs> for funsies, because I know Bungie's going to patch this shit on Tuesday, probably. Oh, yeah. You know the they-
1: patch is gonna coming. They're going to patch
0: this. They're going to fix trials. So by the time this episode comes out, this is all going to be fixed. Um, but it was fun while it lasted. Thank you to my clanmates for inviting me. I had so much fun. Um, I don't think I've ever had that much fun in Destiny, to be honest, which is saying a lot because I've had a lot of fun in Destiny over the years. Yeah. But it was fun in the way that it was like ludicrously stupid you know oh I know <laughs> it's when you stand there and there's 11 other people running around and it's just stupid you're just like "Well, how is this happening and an hour later you're still like but st- this is still a thing and so that's my shout out I'll miss what about you
1: I'm gonna mirror that shout out to my clan uh, we ran a a twelve man Deepstone Crypt and a nine man Nightfall on Master. Uh yeah. Like it is just stupid fun. But you know that it's gotta be breaking some server somewhere. Oh yeah. Um and actually I am about to jump into a twelve man or hopefully twelve man uh last wish in just a couple minutes.
0: Oh, I really hope Queens Walk doesn't break for you because it was breaking for everybody. Oof! Like it was just, it was breaking because it just, it's just borked. So I hope it's working.
1: Well, for you. it it was borked Thank before God. this.
0: Exactly. That's why I'm hoping it works for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, special thanks. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volshock Berserker. He can be found on Twitter at VolshockB. The music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource we use when we make our show notes.
0: Hey, Baxter. Thank you.
1: (laughs) And you can reach mm. out to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore at hey it's Orchid or at I underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. And you know what? Why don't you just jump in our Discord? Message us there.
0: The lore hub. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. We have so many fun channels and lots of memes. 100 tree puns in 60 seconds.
1: I, I have yet to see that. It is.
0: Oh, my God. Like, Almost. You have to go watch it right now.
1: <laughs> as soon as I'm done with my raid, I'm going to because okay. I am excited oh my about God. that.
0: It's the whole. Th- I had to watch it like six times to catch all of them.
1: <laughs> that delights
0: Seriously. me. I was just like, what? It's it's a thing.
1: Words anyway. cannot describe how much that delights me.
0: Uh, it pained me every single time I did it, too. And I know you know it did. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if I should put it in memes or if I should put it in Pain and Sadness channel.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Just yes. Just yes. <laughs> Just yes.
1: Unequivocally <laughs> yes.
0: God damn it. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) Take care. Good night. (laughs) This is entry one. Karen, 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 Kieran. What? I don't, even, I don't know how to say that word. And I taught astronomy. I still don't know. Karen's. Word. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking Karen. I grit my teeth and look on, stepping sideways to see him from a different angle. His skin is mottled. With stickly trans with sticky translucence that grips my stomach sickly sticky sicky sickly
1: sickly Ugh. <coughs> okay yeah like that
0: his skin is Ugh, thanks <laughs> Come come look upon me and let my counselors assuage them A sage assuage a, su- a sausage. A swissage a swage. A sw a swage. Yeah. A sage. A swage. A swessage. <laughs> God damn it. Uh I'll just reread the line. Mm. Uh, uh, I guess from come come, my brain just like shut down. It would blue 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 blue.
1: You blue screen. Come
0: come. Yeah, I blue screened. I blue screened of death for a second. Beneath the throne, hoses bubble vicious royal, viscous, vicious royal wine. What the fuck? The royal wine is going to fucking stab you in the dark.
1: Come at me, brah. Blah, 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 blah.
0: <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It's going to drown you.